Today's daf is Bavakama daf peiches, and we are nine lines from the top of daf pei zayin omid beis ubevnoi gadol yitain loy miyat. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for achenu bnei yisrael hanesuna batzaro v'shivya. Today's daf is also being learned for ilui nishmas harav aharon yehuda arye ben harav alazar eliezer lipa. So. The Gemara on the bottom of Daf Pei Zayin Amad Aleph brought an Iboya that Rabbi Lazar asked of Rav. Ha-choyvel devas kitana shal chavera. If somebody is choyvel b'chavera, the chavera is a kitana, not his own daughter, but somebody else's daughter. Chavola l'mi. Who is entitled to the demei chavola? What were the tzodim of Rebbe Lazar Shailah. We know from learning Mesechtes Ksubis and from learning Mesechtes Kedushin that there's an idea that a father has a schos in the shvach ne'urim of his daughter that's a ketana or a naira. Thus, Rebbe Lazar had it said that maybe Dmei Chavala is included in shvach ne'urim. Thus, the one that would have the schos to collect this money would be not the ketana who is the Nechbal, but rather her father. Or maybe Shvach Urim has certain limitations, and Mechaval is not included in the Shvach Urim. The Gemara says, Rav told Rabbi Lazar, which means that it's true the father has Shvach Urim, however, Mechaval is not going to be included in this halach. And the Gemara brings two kashas that... The Amoyram asked on this Pesach of Rav. The second kasha was from a Bryce. If somebody is his own son, that's a Godel. He has to pay his son, just because it's his son, doesn't mean that he's not and he has to give it to him immediately. If the father was in his son, that's a cotton. He doesn't give him the money immediately, rather he sets up a fund of sorts. Tomorrow, later in today's daf, we'll elaborate a little bit on what this means, but again, he's If someone is in his own daughter, that's a ketana, potter, he's potter, and not just that, if someone else would be chayvul in this person's daughter, that's a ketana, chayovin litein they would be obligated to pay who? They would be obligated to pay her father. It's a kashan rav. Rav said that the mechavol is not included in shvach Urim, yet it's a mafurisha brisa that says that it is. So the gemara said it's not a kasha because that brisa is talking about sheves. That brisa is not talking about nezek. That brisa is talking about sheves. Sheves, that for sure the father is going to be entitled to. And the reason is because the father has the schus in the maisiyadayim of his daughter that's a That is included in shvach Urim. And because he is the balabas on her wages, thus if right now the choyvel b'chaveroi is reimbursing her for her wages, obviously it's going to go to whoever gets to deposit that paycheck. It's the father, it's not the ketana, therefore he's going to get it. But as it relates to nezek, Rav's halacha stands, and that is loizochsa hatayru la'av, elo now, on the bottom of Pesach and Abed the Gemara is going to get back to this Pesach of Rav. We're going to see that Yoichanon and Reish Lakish, some of the great Amoiran, chimed in. And they expressed their opinion as it relates to this Shiloh, whether Dmei Chaval is included in Shvach Nurim or is not included in Shvach Nurim. But for now, the Gemara brought a Brisa, and the Gemara is going to digress a little bit to do a deep dive into this Brisa. So again, 
very, very nuanced, and we have to get every knitch. What did the Bryce say? If someone causes his son, that's an adult, meaning he's bar mitzvah already, chavala, uh, he immediately has to pay for the dmei chavala. If somebody causes chavala to his son, that's a katan, he's going to have to pay him, but not miyat. Rather, we set up a fund, and eventually the child, when he becomes older, is going to get paid. If someone causes chavala to his daughter, that's a katana, you don't have to pay anything. And if other people would be chayvul in this person's daughter, that's a ketana, they would be obligated to pay to the father. And the Gemara clarified, what do you pay to the father? Sheves. Says the Gemara, is that true? That if somebody is chayvul in his own son, that's a godol, he immediately has to pay. For a minute, I'll ask you a kasha from a second b'raisa. If someone causes chavala to someone else's sons and daughters, so this person got into a fight with someone else's children. Says the b'raisa, if the they were gedolim yitin lemiyat. He has to pay them immediately. Kitanim, if they were minors, they weren't bar mitzvah or bas mitzvah yet. Yaselam skula. You make a segula. Bevanav uvith noisav shaloi. If a person would be chayvul in his own sons and his own daughters, pater dalachis, he would be pater. And the brayzer does not distinguish or differentiate between gedolim or kitanim. Thus, it's mashma whether they're gedolim or they're kitanim. Either way, you're going to be pater. What's the kasha? The first brayzer said achayvul b'vnoi gadol yitain loy miyad. The second brayzer says if someone is achayvul b'vanov u'b'vnoisav shaloi pater, you're going to be pater. Now, the truth is, if you analyze and dissect the two brayzers carefully. There are more than this one stira between the two brises. But we're going to focus on what the Gemara is focusing on, and that is one sliver of the two brises, respectively, that blatantly contradict each other. The first price says, You're obligated to pay. The second price says, If someone is even Potter, you're going to be off dog. Says the Gemara, It's not a steer. You have to make a kimtis in the two respective prices, and everything is going to work itself out. Kan smuchin al Kan smuchin al The first price is talking about where this child, that's a gadol, is independent. He's living on his own. He is not being soimach al shulchanafif. As a result, the father, if he hits him, has to pay him. The second Bryce is talking about where this child is still living by his parents. And because he's still living by his parents, he's soimach al shulchanafif. If he's soimach al shulchanafif, then if the father hits him, he's going to be potter. And the reason is, because being that he's Saimich on Shulchan Aviv, so that means the father is supporting him. If the father is supporting him, the father is entitled to his wages. If the father is entitled to his wages, the father doesn't have to give Shabbos. And that's what the Bryce is talking about. When the Bryce says, We mean Shabbos. And the reason you're potter from giving this Shabbos is because you're supporting the child. And being that you're supporting the child, you're entitled to the Maisi Daim. You're entitled to the Maisi Daim. So therefore, the money goes to you. So if you... Now, hit the child, you're paying money that is going to end up coming back to you? Doesn't make any sense. And it's for that reason that Allah is that you're going to be potter. Incidentally, Rashi tells Sua Sugyo in Bava Metziah, Dafya Days of an Aleph, where it's Mefurish that the Gemara says, quote, Godel, that is Soimech al Shunchan Aviv, Nikra Katan. Meaning, the point of the Gemara is that even though this child is a gadol, but being that he's being soimich al shulchanav, we treat him like a katan, and therefore the halach is, you're going to be pater. So the first price is talking about 
The second bride is talking about where these children were Soimchen Al Shulchanai. So the Gemara is going to ask a Kasha now on the Ikimta that we made in the first bride, and that is She'en Soimchen Al Shulchanai. And then we're going to ask a Kasha on the second bride, so where the Ikimta was Soimchen Al Shulchanai. But my Ikimta, look at my says the Gemara, you made an Ikimta in the first bride, so that is B'She'en Smuchen Al Shulchanai, that it's talking about where the children were in Soimchen Al Shulchanai. That's why if someone is Chayvul, Bivnoi Hagodol, that Lachas, you have to pay. How are you going to understand the Sefer of this bride? If someone's chayvul in his daughter, that's a ktana part of loyoyde, not just that. Other people are chayvul in her. They have to make the payment not to the girl, but rather to the father. Now, if you're going to tell me that this whole b'risa, because if you're making the aikimta in one line of the b'risa, you have to make the aikimta consistently throughout the b'risa. It's talking about where the children mentioned were not soymech al shulchan, that means this ktana is also not being If that's the case, then why is it that if the father is chayvul in his daughter, he's potter? And why is it if other people are chayvul in this girl, they're going to make the payment to the father? They should have to give it to her, so she should have the money that she needs to be able to buy food. Meaning, if the girl is soymich al shulchan aviyah, so she's being supported by her father. He, in exchange, gets the Maisiyadayim. Thus, the Shevis belongs to the father. So if he's Chayvul, he's part. If other people are Chayvul, give it to him. But if we're talking about with a not Tzaymich al Shulchanam, so that means the girl is supporting herself. If she's supporting herself, certainly she should be entitled to her wages. And if she's entitled to her wages, then why is the Shevis going to the father? And why, when the father is Chayvul, is the father going to be Potter? And the Gemara adds a Knech to this. Even according to the Mandamara, that a master can tell his Evan, I want you to work for me, meaning I'm keeping you my Sidaim, but I'm not going to support you. This is a big Machloikis in the first parak of Mesachtis Gittin and in other places in Chas. But even according to the Mandamara that holds, that a master could do that, meaning, I'm going to take your Maisiyadayim, but I'm not going to support you. Hani Mili, that's the Evid Kanani. As it relates to an Evid Kanani, to Amalei, where the master could tell the Evid Kanani, Avid Avidita Kuliyayma, work for me the entire day. Ulu Orta, I'm not going to support you, but at night you'll have off. And Zil Sechar, go make your rounds. Vechayel, and I don't know, find people to help you out. And like this, you're going to have a little bit of food. Adain uh, is allowed to tell that to his Evid Kanani. He's an Evid Kanani. Aval Evid Ivri, but as it relates to an Evid Ivri, where the Torah says, that Evid Ivri has to live with you. He eats with you, he drinks with you. You don't have the right to tell the Evid Ivri that I'm going to take all your wages, you're going to work for me all day and at night figure it out. No, I have to support you. And if that's true for an Evid Ivri, says the Gemara, that's certainly going to be true as it relates to a daughter. In other words, it's just a long winded way to make the point, which is that if you tell me that the first price is talking about where the children were not soimich al shulchan aviyam, that means the ketan is not soimich al shulchan aviyam. If that's the case, why does the Shabbos go to her father? L'chur she should be entitled to keep the Shabbos for herself. So the Gemara says, you know what you have to say? Pshan in this price is, like Rava Breder of Ula said, in a different context, talking about a Mishnah that's mentioned in Nairish and Ispatso, Ksubis Mem Gimel Aleph. What did he say? All we need is what he said. That the Mishnah over there was discussing Hadafa, any extra income that the girl earns. Hachinami, so too. As it relates to this b'risa, what we're going to say is, what we're talking about is the adaf. In other words, when the b'risa says that if the father is chayvul in his daughter, 
He's potter. Or if someone else is chayvel in this bitek tana, the Allah is you give the money to the father. It means not the basic money she needs to support herself. Basic money that she needs to support herself, that is going to go to her. And the reason is because no one is supporting her. That's the oikinta in the first b'risa. And she needs her income in order to survive. What then goes to the father? What then is the father potter from? It's the extra income that she earns. The extra income that she doesn't need to support herself, that belongs to the father, and that is what the b'risa is referring to. Either way, that sorts out the first b'risa. Now we move along to the second b'risa. Maya came to the b'risa. The Gemara made an ikimta in the second b'risa. What was the ikimta? Besmuchin al shulchanoi. The second b'risa that says that if someone is chayvul b'vanov uvnois of hagidoylim, that Allah is your potter. Either gedoylim. The first b'risa says... What was the answer? It's talking about where these gedolim are smuchin al shulchan avihen. Thus, they have a din of a katan. Break the Gemara. If that's the case, gedolim yitain lohem miyad ketanim yasno lohem segulo amai lavim boy lemesve. If we're talking about where it was. Soimech al Shulchanoi, then why is it that the halach is that you have to give anything? Lachura, it's supposed to go to the father. Why is it supposed to go to the father? Meaning, sorry. Why isn't it then if someone else is chayvul bevanov uvnoisav of this person that the halach is that you give the money to the children? If they're gedolim, yitin lemiyad, and if they're ketanim, yasu lehem segula, lechayra, it's supposed to go to the father. To the extent we're talking about where they were saying the chal shulchan aviyem, so that explains why if the father's chayvul, the father's going to be potter. But then why is it if someone else is chayvul, it goes to them? For the same price, it should go to the father. So Mara says, Amri, you have to say, ki kakapid b'midi dekachaser, b'midi de'ase me'amaloi kapid. Although the father is supporting, and based on that, the father technically should be entitled, but maybe the only time the father is makbid is to the extent that he's going to somehow lose out as a result of it. But being that this demechavala is coming me'alma, that's something he anticipated. So as it relates to the Demei Chavala, he's not copied, and therefore the halach is that it's going to go to the children. So if the father himself was chayvul and anchinami, the father's going to be potter. But at the same time, if it's coming from elsewhere, the father's not going to be entitled to it. Sounds like a contradiction. If the father does it, he's potter. That means he's the balabas. That if it comes from elsewhere, the father should get it. The teretz is, if the father has to write a check, then it's midi dechaser. For that already, he's copied. But if it's coming from elsewhere, there he's not writing a check. He's just not benefiting and something that he's not going to benefit from as it relates to that he's like copied and that's why the Allah is it's going to go to them but the Gemara asks Akasha from a Sugi Mbava Metziah as it relates to a lost item the which is also something that comes from nowhere the Allah is that if you have a God and then he finds a Metziah the father is entitled to it the father is allowed to keep it why is the father allowed to keep it because he, the child is he's considered the Balabas but a Metziah is something that comes again from nowhere so being that it comes from nowhere you're telling me that he's like copied so why is it that he gets it Amri so the Gemara says no there's a difference between a Metziah that comes from left field versus a Chavala that comes what's the difference Rav Chad the Ka'asilu Mi'alma V'lesu Tzare Degufayu Begava Kapit 
as it relates to Metziah, that's something that comes Mayalma and it doesn't involve any pain. So something like that, the father says, you know, I want to keep it. However, as it relates to Chavala with the child had Tzar, and it's not like the father's losing anything, so like Kapit over there, he's not going to be Makvid. So the Gemara says, as it relates to the second Brisa, the second Brisa is talking about where the children were Soymech HaShulchan Aviyam. That's why if the father is Chavol, even if they have a din of Ketanim, the father is going to be Potter. Why if someone else is Chavol, does does it go to the children? It should go to the father. The terror says because for that already has no kpeda. Being that it's something that's asim alma, and the children had to endure pain, so therefore the Allah is he is not makbid, and if he's not makbid, so therefore the Allah is that he is not going to take it, but rather it's going to go to the children. But the Gemara asks one more kasha. That is v'ahasam in the first brisa the isla tzara degufa me'alma ka'asila. Where again we're talking about chavala, which has tsara de guf and involves pain for the nechbal, and it's something that comes me'alma vikakapid. And yet you see the father was makbid. We didn't see that the ketani because it said v'loy oid el acherim shechavlu ba chayavim litein laavia. That if other people are chayvul in bitei ketana, it goes to the father. If you're going to tell me that even by a cotton and a ketana, where the father's really the bail, so that if the father is chayvul, he's going to be potter. But if someone else is chayvul, that someone else is going to give it to the father. Why? It's going to give it to the children. Why? Because although the father is the balabas, but at the same time, being that there's tsara de gufa umi so therefore the father's not mocked, but he says, let the child have it. Then why in the first brisa, by the ketana, who was not soimechal shulchanavia, yet the father was potter from the hadafa, and not only is the father potter from hadafa, but if other people cause this chavala, the hadafa is going to go not to the girl, but rather it's going to go to the father. Why is it going to the father? Why don't we say that it's Sarah de Gufo, mi alma ka'asi, and therefore it should go to the girl? Meaning, just like in the second bryson, the Godola Soimbechal Shulchan Aviv, who's treated like a cotton, the father's chayvel is spotted, but if other people are chayvel, it goes to the children. Then in the first bryson, when you're dealing with a, a real ketana, that's where, as it relates, to the hadaf of the father's potter, why is it that if other people are chayvul, there too the hadaf goes to the father? You should say it goes to the child. You should make the same exact cheshbon. So the Gemara says a very posh the teretz. Gemara says Amri Hasam over there the gavra kaptanu. It's a different father. The first price and the second price, we ended up in the same place with a father that's chayvul is potter. Yes, soimich, not soimich, hadaf and not hadaf, all the different hoops that we jump through. But at the end of the day. The Tatin, the first price, and the Tatin, the Tzveta price, is not the Zalbatata. And the first price is a Gabra Kaptana. How do you know that? Because the ch- children, the Ketana, no less, is not Soy Michal Shulchanai. Oh, Azazar Tata, that child is not Soy Michal Shulchanai. I feel a midi da asu me'alma kapit. Even if it's a midi da asu me'alma, so the father is going to be kapit. And therefore, the halachis, if someone else is chayvul, you're giving it to the father. Because this guy is not a great samavata, even when it comes to his children that are ketanim. But oh, in the second bray, the lav gavra kaptana, who we're clearly, by definition, not dealing with a gavra kaptana. He's supporting his adult children. It's a kikakapit. Although it's true, there is an element of kibayda. That's the midi da That's if he went ahead and he knocked his own kids. So there you're going to have this. But if it's something that's also umayama, certainly when it involves a little bit of pain like kapid, he's not going to be mocked. But the bottom line is, we had these two braces that laid out a kitzer shulchanarach of someone that's chayvul in his children or other people are chayvul in your children. How do you look at it? And at first glance, these two braces are mamish not saying the same halacha. 
the Gemara picked on one nuance, but if you go through the Rishonim, there's more than that one nuance. It's a different Shulchan Aruch. So how do you make sense of that? How can you have two brises that are laying out the Shulchan Aruch for the same exact Indian, and one Shulchan Aruch says one thing, the other Shulchan Aruch says another thing? The answer is what the Gemara very often does. You make a kimtas. One brise is talking about with the children were not Soymich al Shulchan Aviyam. The other Bryce is talking about with the children were Soymich al Shulchan Aviyam and makes a big nafkamina from a pure halachic perspective, from a psychological perspective, in terms of understanding what the father would be makbid on, what he wouldn't be makbid on. Gemara worked out all the nuances, and that's how you make this work. Either way, one of the things that emerged in both of the Bryce's is that there's an idea that if someone's chayvul in a coffin or a katana, so you don't write the check right away because the child is not responsible yet with the money and he's not a bardas. So what do you do? You make a segula. So we define segula as a trust of some sort. The Gemara now is going to define it a little bit more clearly. It says the Gemara, my segula, Rav Chizda, um, Rav Chizda says, Sefer You want to know what a school is? School is Sefer Nice Maimra Muzga. But my schooler says the Gemara, it's a Sefer Torah. What's the point? The point is, a Sefer Torah is something that is going to retain its value, and in the interim, you're going to be able to use it. So this child will be able to learn from the Sefer Torah, be able to stag away. When he's older, by the way, he's going to have a mitzvah to write a Sefer Torah. Boom, he has a Sefer Torah, and it's going to have value. So it's a good asset to take this money and invest in. Rabbi Barafuna, Rabbi Barafuna said, Dikla, I have a different mahalach, and that is a palm tree, the Ochumine Tamri, where dates grow on this tree, and this is also good. A decal was considered a very safe asset, it was income producing, so if you're going to take it and you're going to buy a decal like this, you're going to have something for now, you're going to have something for later, and this is the right thing to do. The Rabbi, incidentally, he brings both pshatim. He brings the pshat of Rabchiz, he brings the pshat of Rabbi Barafuna. In other words, the Rabbi seemed to understand that it's not a machlikis over here. Should you do this? Should you do that? They're really both true. Going back to the original question, which was really yesterday's daf, and that is, if someone is do we say that it's included in and it goes to the father? Or no, it goes to the girl herself who was wounded, it goes to the nechbal. So what did Rav say? It was the top line of Pezayinam and Bez, says the Gemara picking up on that note you get the regular old fashioned but as it relates to Bavakama the father doesn't get that Rabbi Yochanan said I disagree he said even if someone hit this girl and she suffered some blow even that for the Pitsia the father is going to be entitled to it. So the Gemara says, What? Every Ptsiya that happens to this girl, the father is going to get. I feel the Rabbi Lazar, even Rabbi Lazar, who posed the question, He only meant a Chavala, which causes this girl to be worth less money. Meaning, the only Tzad that he had, that the father should be Zoycha in the Dmei Chavala, was Dmei Chavala that impacts, albeit indirectly, the father. How so? The father has a right to sell his daughter. That's a ketana. And being that he could sell his daughter, that's a ketana. So to the extent that there was a p'tziah that devalued her, so the father's losing money, so maybe that's what he's going to be entitled to. But if this is a p'tziah that doesn't cause any financial difference in the value of the girl, it's poshit. Rabbi Lozen never even had such a So Rabbi Yechelen saying, even in that case, now what did Rabbi Yechelen say? 
He just said, Afilu Ptsiya. The Gemara jumped on Rabbi Yechanan's memra. Afilu Ptsiya, even if it's like Afchas of Ibnei, I'm Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan, no Shapatsa Bifanev, Afchas of Ikasp. It's talking about where it was in her face, it happened in a way where it caused her to lose some value. And Enochinami, it's only in that case that Rabbi Loza had the Ibaya. It's only in that case that Rabbi Yechanan said the Halacha. The bottom line is, who gets the Dmei Chavala? Is it included in the rule of Shvach Urim Lavia? Seems to be a Machloikis between Rabbi Yechanan and Rish Lakish. Whether or not it goes to the father or it doesn't go to the father. Zok to Gamar. Hachlevo bevet kenani shalacherin chayiv v'chul. So going back to the Mishnah Pezayin of the base. If someone is chayvel in an evet kenani shalacherin, the Allah is he has to pay all of them. Chayiv, nezek, tzar, ripu, shevis, and boishas. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Rabbi Yehuda said, ain la vodim boishas. That as it relates to Rabbi Kanani, there is no boishas. Zok to Gemara, my time with the Rabbi Yehuda. What is the source of Rabbi Yehuda's halacha that ain la vodim boishas amakra? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda learned it from the following passage. It says, ki natsu anoshim yachtov ish v'achiv. Now, that passage concludes the sholcha yada which is the source to the halacha of Boishas. So the makar to the concept of Boishas is this pasik that begins with the words, Kiinatsu Anoshin Yachtov Ish Ve'achet. Says Rabbi Yehuda, The only time you have Boishas, the topic of the pasik, is if there's an Ish Ve'achet relationship between these two people. Yotza Evet She'ein Lo'yach. As opposed to an Evet who's not called Achva. So uh, Yisrael and his fellow Yisrael are brothers, but an Ebed Knani is not considered an Ach. And because he's not considered an Ach, so it's for that reason the Pasuk of Baishas can't be talking to him and if it can't be talking to him, that's the Makarta of Yehuda Shita that an Ebed is Eloi Baishas. Now why would an Ebed Knani be excluded from Achva? Rashi says Tap because an Eviknani is not allowed to enter the Kaha, meaning he's not allowed to marry a regular Bas Yisrael. Shifcha Knanis can't marry a regular Yisrael. So, being that they can't intermarry with Yidin, that's a reason that they shouldn't be considered brothers. He's also Lavi Bakal, and if you're also Lavi Bakal, you're not considered a brother. If you're not considered a brother, you're going to be excluded from the parasha of Baish says the Gemara Rabban the Rabbanon who are with Rabbi Yehuda I the Pasik says Ish ve'achiv isn't Rabbi Yehuda saying good that an Evik Nani is not achiv why not because he's also love it Bekal the Rabbanon are going to tell you no achiv hu b'mitzvah the reason he's considered a brother is because at the end of the day an Evik Nani is chayv mitzvah now an Evik Nani is not chayv in all mitzvahs he's chayv mitzvahs like an Isha that's the Gzair Shava la la me'isha but he is chayv mitzvahs and the fact that the Evik Nani is chayv mitzvahs that makes him a brother with Yisrael so Rabbi Yehuda held that an Evik Nani and Yisrael are not brothers why not because they can't marry with each other whereas the Chachamim held that an Evik Nani and Yisrael are brothers why are they brothers because they're both chayiv and mitzvahs and the fact that they're both chayiv and mitzvahs that makes them brothers now it sounds like this machloikis Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim is now a global machloikis that's going to have macro ramifications meaning you learn the Mishnah machloikis is Evikinani has Baishas doesn't have Baishas okay it's a very nuanced machloikis in a Mishnah tucked away in Perak in Mesachis Barakam but now you're telling me there's a major Shiloh going on here every single time it says in the Torah brother it doesn't mean an Evikinani it doesn't mean an Evikinani according to Rabbi Yehuda no because he's also Lavi Bakah according to the Chachamim yeah because Achav Ube Mitzvah so the Gemara is going to now pick up on this 
Q, and the Gemara is going to start varfing a few places in the Torah where you find the word Achim and try to make sense in light of these two opinions, whether Evikinani is considered a brother or he's not considered a brother. Says the Gemara, Elamiyato, the Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Zoyim may Eved, Lo Hargu. If Adim walk into Bezdin and they say, that an Eved Kenani is Chayef Misa. And then they're found to be Edom Zaymimin. They shouldn't get killed. Because in the parish of Azama it says, And this was an Achiv, because according to Rabbi Yehuda, an Eved Kenani is not considered a brother. Now, okay. Let's say that's the halacha. Is there anything wrong with that? Does anyone have an objection? So Taisa says, yeah, it is a problem. The reason it's a problem is because it's a mafurish sugya, Rashi quotes it as well, that if two Aden would walk into Bezin and they would say that an Evet Kanani is Chayim Misa, we would kill the Evet Kanani. Now, if you can't give the Aden in the event that they were found to be Zoymimin, then it's Edish Iyat Yachal Azimah, and then it wouldn't be an Edis. And that's Mufurish that it is an Edis. Amar Rava, Amar Rav Sheshes, so Rava said the name Rav Sheshes, Amar Kra, good Kasha, but at the same time, in the Pasuk of Hazama, it says, Ubiyarta Rami Kirbecha. And those words of Ubiyarta Rami Kirbecha, that it says in the parish of Asis, that's a Rebo Mikomaka, and it's coming to be Marbo, that even though you would think that really, Aiden that were made on an Evet Knani should not be Kashazam and Lassus Achiv. In this case, it's going to be a report. Meaning, Enochinam, it's Takanat Achiv. But this is going to be an exception to the rule. Let me now asks the reverse Kashal Rabbanon, according to Rabbanon, Evet Yeh Kashal Malchus, and Evet should be Kosher to be a king. Now, what does this mean? So, the assumption is that an Evet Knani is not fit. To be a melech. And the reason is, because it says in the Torah, Soim Tosim Alecha Melech, Ashe Yifchar Hashem Eloikecha Boy, Mikerev Achecha Tosim Alecha Melech. So it says that the king needs to be appointed Mikerev Achecha. Now, Bishlam, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that an Evet Knani is not considered Achecha. So I understand why an Evet Knani is not fit to be king. But according to the Rabbanon, Achofu B'mitzvahs. So if he's included in Boishness, he's a brother. And therefore, Yeheved Yehei Koshal Amalchus Amri. So the Gemara says, According to you, let me ask you a different Kasha. What about a convert? A Ger. According to everybody. Meaning everybody holds that a Ger is considered a brother. There's no question in the world. A Ger has Boishness. Vasisan Kashas Amalasas Lo'achiv without any rebuyim would apply to a ger. Everybody knows that a ger is considered a regular yid. Yet a ger can be a uh, eved. Why not? It says, You have to say, because it doesn't just say, It says, And from the word, we learn, that it has to be from the, and although a ger is a yid, but his yichos, is not so pristine. He's not mufcher. So too, an Evet Kanani, although he's achecha, but at the same time, he's not even a full-fledged yid. So he's definitely not mimufcher shebachecha. And being that he's not mimufcher shebachecha, certainly he's not going to be fit. Incidentally, in order to be a Melech Yisrael, really, I had to be from Shevet Yehuda. In fact, the Balaturim on the words mikerevachecha says that mikerevachecha is bigematria mishevet Yehuda. That's what the Balaturim says. But regardless, azoizok digemara. Elamiyata, but digemara asks another kind. The Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, an Eved should be kosher le'edos. The Pasuk says, Now, an Eved Kanani we know is posher le'edos. But according to the Rabbanon, I don't understand why. I'll speak out the kasha with a gishmak. Bishleim ele Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that an Eved is not called Ochiv. The Pasuk says, Ve'hine eid sheker ho'ed, 
Shneker ona ba'ochid. This person was made to his brother. That means you have to be a brother in order to be able to say Eidos. And Evakanani is not a brother. Thus he's possible Eidos. But according to the Rabban, and Evakanani is a brother. If that's the case, he should be kashal edus. Why is he not kashal edus? So the Gemara now is going to take us all the way to the bottom of the Yomit. Amar Ula Ula said, Edus le Moses Amir. No, that's not a kasha. You know why it's not a kasha? Ask your Edus be Kavachemim Isha. Because I know Kavachemim from an Isha that in Evit Kanani is possible edus. What's the Kavachemim? Not Isha, she really loves it because of Ula Edus. Madachin Isha, a regular Jewish woman who's Ruya Lover Bekal, obviously. Yet she's possible edus. It says in the Torah, in the parish of Edos, Va'amdu Shneha Anoshim, Ashalohem Ariv Lufne Hashem. And we learn from there, Va'amdu Shneha Anoshim, this is in the parish of Edos, Veloy Noshim. So Madach and Ish, that's Ruyu Lover Bekal, this possible Edos, Evich, any Royal Lover Bekal, and Evich, that's not Royal Lover Bekal. Enoi Dinsha Possible Edos, certainly should be Possible Edos. So you want to know why in Evich's Possible Edos? Really should be Kosher Edos. Achiv, he's an Achiv, he's a brother. The problem is that he's. Not Roy Lover Bekal, thus Kavachaymer Meisha, who's Roy Lover Bekal, and Pasaladis, we know in Evakanani is also Pasaladis. But the Gemara says, Mali Isha, Shekane, Ena Roy Lamila, Taima Beevet, Shehi Roy Lamila, Evakanani has a Chumra, quote unquote, over an Isha. And Isha has no Shaykhis to Mila, as opposed to an Evakanani, who by definition is Gemalit. So he's Roy Lamila. So maybe an Evakanani that has Mila is also going to be Kashaladis. But the Gemara says, Katan Yechiach, I'll prove that. To you from cotton, meaning that Mila itself is not a reason that you should be Kashaladis. She Yeshna be Mila, because the cotton is Yeshna be Mila, who Pasaladis, yet he's Pasaladis. So don't tell me because he's Yeshna be Mila, he has to be Kashaladis, because the cotton is also Pasaladis. Again, it says Anoshim, not Katanim, yet he has Mila, but Malakot, and she ain't a mitzvah. A cotton doesn't have mitzvah. He has Mila, but he doesn't have mitzvah. Toyma be Evet, Shehuba mitzvah, as opposed to an Evet that does have mitzvah. So maybe because the Evet has mitzvah, he should write to be Kashaladis. But each of the Echiach, she yeshna mitzvah of Psalaladis. Don't tell me having mitzvah is a reason they have to be Kashaladis, because an Isha has mitzvah, she's Psalaladis. For Chazar Adin, we're going to go in circles. Meaning, you see from Evet, and you see from Isha and from Koton that they're both not Koshuleidos. From there, I'm going to learn that an Evet is also going to be Pasuleidos. What's the Tzadashava between an Isha and a Koton? They both don't have all the mitzvahs. And Isha doesn't have all the mitzvahs. How so? She doesn't have mitzvahs. Oh, Koton doesn't have all the mitzvahs. The only mitzvah has a shaykh is too, really, is Milo. But all the mitzvahs he's part from. So, Afani Ovi, so Evet, so too, I'll bring an Evet, She'ene B'chola mitzvahs, who also is not included in all mitzvahs. And Evet is chayiv only in some mitzvahs. Who possibly Eid, and he is going to be possible. So you want to know why in Evet Kanani is Pasle Eidos? I, all it says is brother. And according to the Chachamim, and Evet is a brother. The reason is it's learned out from a Tzadashava slash Kalvachaymer from Evet, uh, from Isha, and from Kotan. Says the Gemara, Malat Tzadashava Shabahen, Lechura, is a Pirach on the Tzadashava. Why? Because Sai Isha and Sai Kotan have in common Shekain Enon Ish. They're both not in Ish. Toyma Be'evet Shehu Ish, as opposed to an Evet, is an Ish. An Isha is not an Ish. She's an Isha. And a Katan's not an Ish. He's a minor. He's a Katan. As opposed to an Ebed, that's an Ish. Now, the point of the Gemara's Kash is not that Ish is somehow superior. The point of the Gemara's Kash is, it says in the Torah of Amdu Shnei Yohan in the Parish of Edos. So at the end of the day, you can tell me Kavachim is a mad sad. 
Lamais, it says, Vandu Shnei Anashim, Ish is not an Ish, a cotton's not an Ish, as opposed to an Evid, that's an Ish. So, Mechatesi, the whole basis for this Mirt. They're nismayed because of the fact that they're not an Ish. An Evid has the criteria of Ish. So maybe an Evid's going to be included as opposed to an Ish, as opposed to a cotton. So the Gemara says, you're right, Elatesi mi Goslin. You know what the Makars, we learn from a Goslin. A Goslin is an Ish, and a Goslin is Royal Lovey Lakal, and a Goslin is Pasaleidos. So Kavlachoymer, an Evid, who's also Lovey Lakal, despite the fact that he's an Ish, he for sure has to be Pasaleidos. But the Gemara says, Mala Goslin, she came mice of Garmuloi. A Goslin, what Shaykhis? A Goslin is a Goslin. He stole. His actions caused him to be Pasaleidos. Evid didn't do anything to be Pasaleidos. He's an Evid. But he didn't do anything. So if he didn't do anything, why should he be Pasal? As opposed to an Evid whose actions didn't cause anything. Zimara says, you're right. You can't learn it straight up from Goslin. But rather you can learn it from Goslin and from one or the other. Either Goslin and Isha or Goslin and Cotton. Meaning, you're going to tell me, Malik, Goslin, Shikain Mice of Garmuloi, Yishu Teichiach, or Cotton Teichiach. You're going to tell me, Malik, Yishu the Cotton, that they're not an Ish. Goslin Teichiach. V'chazer Adin. What's the V'chazer Adin? That, Loiroi Zekiroi Zev, Loiroi Zekiroi Zev, Hatzad HaShov HaShobahen, you have to have this K'nech, is that they're all not doing all the mitzvahs, how so? An ish is not chayv in all the mitzvahs, a cotton is not chayv in all the mitzvahs, and a gazan doesn't, just doesn't observe all the mitzvahs. But at the end of the day, they're all not in all the mitzvahs, yet they're mutter lavoy bekal, but they're posleidos, so afaniyavi, an evet knani, who also doesn't have all the mitzvahs because he's not chayv in all the mitzvahs, who's also lavoy bekal, certainly he is not going to be Kachner le'edos either. Bottom line is, a little bit long-winded, but what came out from this cheshbin, the Gemara had a kasha that according to the Rabbanon that hold, that an Evet Kanani is considered a brother, so why is it that an Evet Kanani is posseledos? The Torah says, V'hine eid sheker ho'eid, sheker on abach. Now, Bishlam, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that holds an Evet Kanani is not considered a brother. So very good, that's why he's posseledos, but according to the Chami, he should be kasher le'edos. The answer is, enochinami. The reason he's posseledos is not because it says Achiv, it's based on a limud from a mad sad from either Gazlin and Isha or Gazlin and Cotton. Ravina had a different tarots. He had a different source to why it is that an Evet Kanani, even according to the Rabbanon that hold that an Evet Kanani is a brother, is still going to be Pasaleidus. On Makra, it's learned out from the following passage. It says in the Torah, Lo Yumsu now, this Pasik is a Pasik in Parshas Kiseitse. If you look at the Rishonim, the way they explain, explain the Pshutai Shalmikra of this Pasik, it's actually very interesting. The Sephorna says, do you know what the Pasik is saying? Fathers shouldn't die because of their children, and children shouldn't die because of their fathers. So the Sephardim says, once upon a time, if somebody was married by Malchus, and somebody sinned in a way that the king felt capital punishment, they had to deal with this person old school, they wouldn't just kill him, they would kill his family. And the reason is because they were concerned that if you're going to kill a man, he's going to have angry children, 
the proverbial goyal adams, and they might take revenge from the malchus. And the next thing you know, they're going to have a problem. So these old kings, they didn't like any loose ends. So they would kill the father, and then they would kill the children. So like this, they made sure that there were going to be no issues, and nobody was ever going to come back. So the Sforna says, this is not what the Pasuk is saying. Lo yumsu avais abanim, ubanam lo yumsu alavis. That even though b'nayik shabayilam, sounds like a Rambam in the Mary Nebuchim, this is what used to happen, but this is not what we're allowed to do. Now Chazal, Darshan this Pasuk a little bit differently. Chazal said that what the Pasuk is coming to say is, that a child can't testify against his father. A child can't die based on the testimony of his father. Rashi and Chumash says, The Pasuk is talking about Eidus. It's talking about testimony. This next part of the Gemara is going to pick up on the Jerosh of Chazal. It says in the Torah, and it says, that's talking about Edos. You know what it's coming to say? Not that you can't kill a father based on the testimony of the father's son, but you can't kill anybody based on the testimony of a father that doesn't have chayas banim, that doesn't have children that are miyuchis acharav. And Ebed Knani, we know, his children are not related to him. Ebed ain't loy chayas, like the Gemara says in a bunch of places. And this Pasuk of Layumsu Yumsu is coming to preclude that you can't kill someone based on the testimony of an Av she'en loy Who's an Avshain Loi Ben? If he has a Ben, then he has a Ben. It's talking about an Evet Kanani. That's what this Pasik is coming to be my. Send Madre de Ravino. My Pshan in this Pasik is a big Chiddush, right? Meaning, even though Rashi said that the Josh of Chazal was a Yumsu Avis Abonim Be'edus Bonim. Okay, but it means the Pashim Shah. Right, the Pshutai Shal Mikra in the Josh of Chazal. And that is a Yumsu Avis Al Edus Bonim. La Yumsu on Avis that don't have Chayas Bonim. Said Madre de Ravino. I agree the Pashup shot is that, but at the same time, this drusha that I'm saying is implied in the Pasuk. Because if all the Pasuk is coming to say is that he can't kill a father based on the testimony of his son. Sounds like in the It should say You're talking about the sons of this father that you want to kill. My must be. It's this drasha. Either way, what's the makar to this halacha that an evit kanani is possible? The only time an, a person is kachaleidus if he's someone that has chayis bonim. Evit kanani has no chayis bonim, therefore he's going to be possible. But the gemara says, "Elamiyatif." This is the way you dash in the beginning of the pasuk. you have to be consistent, and you should have to dash in the end of the pasuk as well. What's the end of the pasuk? If that's the case, although the Pashup Shad is that you can't kill a son based on the testimony of his father, what we should darshan is meaning you can't kill a son, someone based on the testimony of a Ben that doesn't have a father. Now, what's an example of a child that doesn't have a father? A Ger. A Ger. Who's kikotin shenoyladami? Hachinami the pasul edus? Are you going to tell me he's pasul edus? No one ever heard that, right? That's an untenable kiddush. 
No way. A ger is for sure going to be kashal edus based on the way you're darshing the ratio of the pasuk to teach me a source that an evet kanani is pasal edus. You should have to be consistent. You should have to darshan the sefer the pasuk and have a makar that a ger is going to be pasal edus. And we know that's not true. Amri the Gemara says not. It's not a tzushin. Ger as it relates to ger. Even though when someone's megayer he loses the yichus of his father. Ger shin is kares kikot shenayilu dami. Abulamati yesh lechayes. But he does have chayes lamata. If he has children, he's gonna have chayes. Right. Even though we know a ger is someone that's in yarshin. That's if he has no children. But if a ger has children, he does have yarshin. So of course he has chayes lamata. Lafuki evet as opposed to an evet the ain loy chayes loy lamala v'loy lamata. Meaning the only time we can darshan loy yumsu avis albanim that's as it relates to being memayid and evet kanani because the drasha the gemara is tweaking a little bit is not just loy yumsu someone that doesn't have chayes banim it's someone that doesn't have chayes banim and also someone that doesn't have chayes avit both ways he's knocked out that drasha. Marbred Ravina said, is the drasha I'm willing to darshan from the ratio of the Pasuk. But to darshan that you're going to exclude someone that only doesn't have half the equation, such as a ger, who has chayis banim, he just doesn't have chayis lamala, that already I'm not going to darshan. And he was a little bit worried. He said, ger Now, if you're going to tell me that maybe I'm wrong, Meaning, maybe from the ratio of the Pasuk, we should darshan that an Evet Kanani is Pasal And maybe from the Seif of the Pasuk, we should darshan that a ger is also Pasal Well, if that's the case, Lichte Brachmano. If that's the case, then the Torah did not have to tell me the first drasha. Meaning, if you're going to tell me that a ger is possible edos, and it's learned that from the safe of the pasuk, why do I need a drasha in the ratio of the pasuk to tell me that an evet kanani is also possible edos? We'll speak of that outside. Once I know that a ger is possible edos, by definition, I'm going to know that an evet kanani is possible edos. Because if a ger who only doesn't have chayis one way is possible edos, then an evet kanani who doesn't have chayis both ways, he for sure should be possible edos. Meaning, then why did the Torah write lo yumsu aves al bnei? What it should have? Why did? Did the Torah write Lo Yumsu Aves Albanim? What it should have written was Lo Yumsu Aves Albanim. Look at Amrina, like we've been arguing up until this point. Lo Yumsu Be'edus Banim. And it would teach me that you can't kill the father based on the testimony of the son. Meaning, and then you'll have the say for the way we have it, the and I'll know from there two things. Number one, that you can't kill a son based on the testimony of the father. And I'll also know that a ger is excluded because he doesn't have chayas avos. And I'll know every that doesn't have chayas lamala, but doesn't have chayas lamato. He's possible. Then it certainly should be possible. This is very wordy. But from the fact that which is mashma the diak, it doesn't say b'neihem. It says bonim. That in evidence possible Shmami, no, you see from there, But as relates to a ger, being that he has he is going to be The bottom line is, teaches me that in evidence possible what's the diak? Because if it's only coming to teach me the Pshutai Shal Mikra of Eidos, and that is that you can't kill a father based on the testimony of the son. It would have said, Why does it say Albanim? It's coming to Mimai, it's someone that has no Chayas Banim, which is a effort. 
If that's the case, why don't we darsh in the safe of the Pasuk Ubanum Mayum Sualavis to teach me the same thing? That someone that doesn't have a chayas from his father is also Pasuk and we should be Memayit again? The Teretz is, we're only Memayit from the Reisha because the Reisha's Mi'at, which is someone that doesn't have chayas Banim, which is for sure the Evit Knani, <clears throat> is a person that also doesn't have chayas Lamaila. So Lamaya it's someone that doesn't have Chayas Lamalu Lamata, as opposed to the safe of the Pasik, which would be Mamayit Ger, he has Chayas Lamata, he only doesn't have Chayas Lamalo. That already we're not going to be Medayak. And the Gemara just added the last four or five lines, which was, and don't action to Chayas and tell me that maybe from the Reisha we should be Mamayit Evet, and from the Sefer we should be Mamayit Ger, because once you have a Mirit of Ger, you don't need any more Mirit of Evet. Because if I know to be Mamayit Ger, who only doesn't have Chayas Lamalo, Kavachayim that has no chayas lamala ulamata. So that's for sure, without a doubt, without a question, that's not open for negotiation. That it can't be then that the Pasuk itself is being memayit in the Reisha Evet and in the Sefer Ger, because if you were memayit Ger, you wouldn't need to be memayit Evet. Therefore, it's Yosem Mestaber that it's Dafka, the Reisha, that's the Mir. And why is that Yosem Mestaber? Because the Evet has no chayas lamala and no chayas lamata. That's who's being this might. And from the Sefer, we're not being memayit anything. So on the topic of not leaving any loose ends, there is a loose end. And that is that if we're medayik the ratio of La Yumsu Aves Albanim, not Benehem, to teach me a halacha, what's the halacha that the Nevekanani is possible Eidos, then the Churi should have to be Medayek Ubanim La Yumsu Aves to teach me something. Now, the Gemara said, maybe it's coming to teach me that a ger is posseledus, but we said, that's out. Okay, so if that's out, what is it coming to teach me? Last line of the Gemara. Why did the Torah It's very misleading, because it sounds like... If you want to be consistent in the Joshua duration, the Savior that again is really possible Eidos. And for the Gemara, I did the Kosov, La Yumsu Aves Albanim, Kosov Nami Ubanim La Yumsu Alavis. The reason the Torah and the Sefer wrote the Pasik in that way is because being that the Rachel was written that way and the Sefer was written that way as well. This is interesting because in Mishnayis and Hebraises, you find these ideas all the time, poetic symmetry. But this is a Pasik that the Gemara feels it has a very glaring diak in a Pasik, and really the Pasik was written maybe not in the most precise way, but the reason it was written this way is simply because of an ID. ID that the Rasha was written this way, the Seifu was written this way, and we are going to do something that we try not to do, and that is we're going to stop here on Amin Aleph. Amin Beis really segues very much into tomorrow's daf. It's one long sugya that's going to go and pull the Mishnah on daf Tzadik Amin Aleph. But we will speak out some raid, not on today's daf, but rather raid on yesterday's daf, which was really a Shas daf. So the topic, overwhelmingly, of yesterday's daf was Shittas Rabbi Yehuda, who holds... That asumas patam in amitzvus. So we know that a cheres shaitiv a katan apturim in amitzvus. Rabbi Yehuda has a shita that asuma is also patam in amitzvus. So in yesterday's daf from seven and a half years ago, we mentioned six ha'aris on the topic of shitas Rabbi Yehuda that sumas patam in amitzvus. Today we will mention a seventh ha'ara. It's yodua that there's a big noise. And the Achroinim really comes from the Rishonim. Whether, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that a Suma is Potter in our mitzvahs, does that mean that he's Potter from mitzvah saseh and from mitzvah loy saseh? Or maybe Suma Potter in our mitzvahs means that he's Potter from mitzvah saseh. 
But Avada Mitzvah's Loisa say he's going to be Chayven. Meaning, in Rabbi Yehuda's world, Asumah's light eat Nevela, Asumah could be Mechal Shabbos, he's literally Potter from all 613 Mitzvahs. Or maybe a sumo that's potem in a mitzvah is only potem from mitzvah sase, but avada he's going to be chayev in mitzvah lois sase. The consensus amongst the gedolei achroinim is that avada, even in Rabbi Yehuda's world, a sumo is going to be chayev in mitzvah lois sase, and Rabbi Yehuda's sumo that's potem in a mitzvah is dafka mitzvah sase. It's not going to be a mitzvah lois sase. There are many rayas. One of the greatest rayas, the Shagisarye, in Turi Yevin, in Masechtis Megillah, Daf Chavdalut brings, is from Toisvis throughout Shas, where Toisvis says that even though Rabbi Yehuda holds that Asumas Potem in Amitzvis, it's only Midday Rais. But Midday Rabbonon, he's going to be Chayiv Amitzvis. Break the Shagisarye. I don't understand. If Asuma doesn't have to keep the Mitzvis in the Torah, then why does he have to listen to the rabbis? Meaning, what obligates a Yid to listen to the Chachamim when the Chachamim tell you do this or don't do that? It's a Gemara. In the, the Sugi of Mai Chanukah, the Gemara says, it's learned out from the Pasuk, Loi Sasser. But Loi Sasser Gufa is a Pasuk in the Torah. If Asumas Patam and Amitzvis, Midai Raisa, then how could he possibly be Chayv and Mitzvis, Midai Rabbana? Zakhtashagasaye, the Teretz is, because Suma Patam and Amitzvis is only Mitzvis essay. Mitzvis Loi Sasser is Chayv. Loi Sasser is a Loi Sasser. And being that Loi Sasser is a Loi Sasser, so that's why he can be Chayv in Mitzvis Dirabbana. But if you're going to tell me that a Suma's Patam, even for Mitzvis Loi Sasser, then how is it possible that a Suma, Shitas Toysvis is, is going to be Chayv in Dirabbana? But Al Kopanim, the Pashtus is that a Suma, that's potem in a mitzvah according to Rabbi Yehuda is only potem from mitzvah saseh, but from mitzvah loy saseh he's going to be chayv. Stating that all the achronim quote the same maramakim, and that is the Toisus Rid Rabbeinu Yeshaya in his sefer called Sefer Hamachria, where the Toisus Rid says that I hold that according to Rabbi Yehuda that Asuma's potem in a mitzvah he's not only potem from mitzvah saseh, but he's potem from mitzvah loy saseh as well, which is mamish gavald. That means Rabbi Yehuda holds that Asuma does not have to keep any of the mitzvahs of the Torah. The Chidah, in his Sefer, Ein Zoicher. So this is, Mareche Samech, Ois Chof. So he has a whole Arichos, in Shittas Rabbi Yehuda, that holds, that Sumas Potem in mitzvahs. And he begins his Arichos, with the Chidish of, Rabbeinu Yeshaya, who holds that Asum is not only potter from mitzvah saseh, but he's potter from mitzvah lois saseh as well. And says the Chidah, V'lochayra hu it's a pella to me. The Asuma min atoyra yavar al alavin l'chal Shabbos v'chametz b'pesach v'avay dezoro v'gilu yarayis v'shvich hazdamim I can't believe it. There's such a sheet in the world that Asuma's pata literally from everything he could do whatever it is he wants it's such a big chiddush to me. Says the chidav ani ba'aniyoy nazber libi b'kirbi I gave myself a little bit of an achama because I thought to myself a chiddush. That is, that although Rabbeinu Yeshaya said that according to Rabbi Yehuda Sumas Potter from Mitzvah S and from Mitzvah Lois Sase, but it could be there are certain Mitzvahs that he's chayven, and they are the Sheva Mitzvahs Bnei Nayach. Because although a Suma is Potter from Mitzvahs, that means that the 613 Mitzvahs that the Yidin got at Har Sinai, those Mitzvahs weren't meant for a Suma. But Lechura of Ben Nayach, Suma is chayven the Sheva Mitzvahs Bnei Nayach. And if that's the case, why should a Summa Yisrael be Gara from a Summa Benayach? 
And if a Sumer ben Noach is chayiv in the Sheva Mitzvahs, I think a Sumer Yisrael is also going to be chayiv in the Sheva Mitzvahs. So said the Chidah, for me, this was a chatsi nacham. That although it's such a big Chiddush, that this Sumer should be able to do whatever he wants, but it's not whatever he wants. Because Hamia, he is going to be bound by the Sheva Mitzvahs Bnei Noach. This Chiddush that the Chidah says, state in Minchas Chinuch as well. The Minchas Chinuch is in the end of Mitzvah Chavav, and the Minchas Chinuch, he brings the same raid. Rabbeinu Yeshaya, and he says, Mikamokim nearly, Af im noimad Rabbi Yehuda poiter afilu milavim, Mikamokim oisin ha mitzvah sheben noyach muzer, who gam came muzer. Dinei da teru lechayva oisa besinai, avaloyotza lahokya bamasho yechayev koidim, de ben noyach afilu sumachayev. Da krode dorish Rabbi Yehuda bababakam perech achoyvo pezayin aman alef, hainu gabi Yisrael, avaloybe ben noyach, im kein vaday mitzvahs bnei noyach muzer gam asumo. So this chidish of the chidah that Mechazchinuch says as well, and that is, that's posh, and I'll leave it to Kuliyamo, even according to the Toysus Rida, Beno Yishai and the Seifah Machriya, avadig of this asumo is going to be chayev in the shevah mitzvahs bnei noyach. Then the Mechazchinuch has a suffix. He declares, if a Ben Noyach is not chayev in the mitzvahs of the Torah, but he is chayev in the Sheva mitzvahs Bnei Noyach, could a Bnei Noyach keep Shabbos? Nochrisha Shabbos is chayev Misa. You're telling me he's a Bnei Noyach. He's not chayev in Shabbos, for sure, according to Rabbeinu Yeshaya. He is bound by the mitzvahs of the Bnei Noyach, so if that's the case, maybe he should have a din of a Nochrisha Shabbos, and he shouldn't be able to keep Shabbos. Says the Mechaschenach, I'll read it inside, but L'Shayne Yazab. Mikomokim nireh. Demuzer al mitzvahs b'nei noyach, ach davka ba'oyson shegam Yisrael muzer. Only the mitzvahs b'nei noyach that Yisrael also has. Kegoyim oyson sheva mitzvahs. Avul kegoyim shaloi yishpois. Kinochri also lishpois. Sanhedrin and chesam and beis. Dekoyim sinai loi hoyu rishon lishpois. Ach besinai neskatru Yisrael. Classic but the bottom line is, says the Mechazchinuch, that I hold that it's Pasha that Ben Otsum is going to be chayv in the Sheva Mitzvah Bnei Noyach, but at the same time, my hergish is that it's only the Sheva Mitzvah Bnei Noyach that Yisrael are chayv. But a sh- Mitzvah that is only Nagaya, one of the Bnei Noach, Kigoyin Shaloy Yishboys, that not, Mikomokim Tsarachian, Ubasi Rakloy. Al Koponim Shteta, a beautiful Chiddush, from the Chidah and from the Minchas Chinuch. And that is, that even if you're going to argue that Asumas Patim and Amitzvah, and it means even Mitzvah Loisase, but at the same time, he's going to be Chayev in the Shevim Mitzvah Bnei Noach. Now it's a little bit of a Chiddush, because he's not a Bnei Noach, he's a Yisrael. And he's potter from all the mitzvahs of a Yisrael. But what we're saying is that at the end of the day, he should be loy garaf in the ben noyach. And if a ben noyach is chayiv in the sheven mitzvahs, he has to be chayiv in the sheven mitzvahs as well. So I just want to shtel to two marmakaymas to this underlying chiddush of the mechazchinach and the chidah, which is that it's possible to be a Yisrael, sum as a Yisrael, there's nothing to talk about. But at the same time, be potter from mitzvahs Yisrael, but be chayiv, because he's like Gareth from a Ben Ayach, thus he'll still have Dine Ben Ayach. The first 
is raid that we've spoken about in the past, so we'll go through it a little bit quicker. That is a chiddush gadol for a mer simcha in Arsameach in Hilchas Yisurei Biyot Paragimel Halacha base. The context is a Gemara Masechta Sanhedrin Dafnun Heimel base. The Gemara over there is discussing the halacha is that a behema that's reveya or nirfa, meaning if someone cohabitates with a behema, so the person is chayiv misa and the behema itself is chayiv misa. And the Mishnah Masechta Sanhedrin asks that I understand why. The person is chayiv misa, but im adam chata behema machata. Right? What did the behema do? Meaning, above a camel, we're killing behemas. But you understand, the behema was masik. But in that case, the person did that very with the behema. And if that's the case, im adam chata so behema machata. And the Mishnah says two reasons. Number one, the fi shabala adam takala al yada. Because although the behema didn't do an avera per se, but the behema caused someone else to do an avera. And because the behema caused someone to do an avera, we kill the behema. Dover achar says the Mishnah. We don't want this behemoth to walk in the street. People are going to point at the behemoth. They're going to say, This is the animal that caused Ploini to get skilled. So number one, because Takala was caused by the behemoth. And number two, because of the bezioinus, the klein, that's going to come about to the person that did the aver with the behemoth. What we do is we execute the behemoth. So the Gemara brings that Rav Shesh has had in And that is... The two reasons that the Mishnah gave, are they two individual reasons? Or do you need the two reasons together? Meaning, are they mutually exclusive? There's two reasons. Davaracha. When Taisa says Davaracha, it's the second teretz, right? The first teretz, why we kill the behemoth is because it caused someone to do an Avera. The second reason that we kill the behemoth is because we don't want Bezionis to come from it. Or it's not one or the other. We need the two reasons. Ayin, Sanhedrin, Nunhei, Nunvav, Nunzayin. That's what's going on in that Gemara. But al Kopanin, that is the Ibaya that the Gemara posts. So the Gemara says, Tashma, I'll bring you a rat. Because there's a Brisa that says that if you have a cotton who's nine years old, he's a barbia, and he's bought on a behemoth, we kill the behemoth. Or if there's a Ketan who's Baski Moshon of Yaymechad, and she was born the behemoth, we kill the behemoth. Now, over there, we're dealing with Ketanim. Ketanim that do an Aveira, didn't really do an Aveira. Which means there's no Takala, and still we kill the Behemoth. Must be because of the other factor, the Dabar Acher, the Mishnah. Must be because of the claim. See, I have a Mufurishirai, a Tashma, that one of the two reasons is enough to kill the Behemoth. You don't actually need both reasons. Zok to there's no Raya. Why not? Quote, Kivan the Mezid who, as it relates to the cotton, the same is true regarding the Ketana, being that this cotton, although he's a cotton, but what he did, he did b'mezid, takola namiyeko, so it comes out that really, there was a takola that came about all day the animal. Now, if there was a takola that came about all day the animal, because the child was amazed, so why don't we kill the child? For Rachmanu, who the chasi The Torah had Rachmanus on the child. Oleh, the day chas Rachmanu, we have Rachmanus on the child, abehemo loy chas Rachmanu. On the Torah, we have no, on the behemo, we have no Rachmanus, and it's for that reason we're going to kill the behemo. In other words, the assumption is that if a child does an avera with a behemo, it's not an avera. Thus, if you need a variant, a color to execute the behemoth, you wouldn't have the basis that you need to kill the behemoth. That's not true. Because really, when a child doesn't have a behemoth, it is an avera. That means there really was a takol that took place over there. Rahman It's on him that we have Rahmanis, but on the behemoth, we don't have Rahmanis. This Gemara is a festa Gemara. Because in this Gemara, you see that if a child doesn't have a behemoth, it's considered a maisa avera. The Ramah in Hilchah Shabbos and Simon Shin Mem Gimel says a chiddush. He says that when a person gets older, he should do tshuva on a virus that he did when he was a cotton. When you do tshuva, even when you were a cotton, you weren't bar mitzvah yet, you should do tshuva. 
not with the whole Shlimus Atshuva, with the Rambam Melchus Tshuva and Rabbeinu Yonu Shari Tshuva, but Epis Tshuva you should do, the Magen Avram. And the Vilna Goyen Abirak, they're both Mitzayin, the same Makar. Sanhedrin on Heim Abbas. Because you see in this Gemara that when a child doesn't have Erev Amazed, really it's a Maisa Avera. The Torah had Rachmanis. And if it's a Maisa Avera, so there's no question in the world, you should do Tshuva. The problem is, this Gemara is Muksha from so many Sugis and Shas. Because everywhere in Shas, we're under the impression that if a Katan or a Katana does a Maisa Avera, they're ketanim. They're meisim are not meisim. They're averis are not averis. You're not mechuyiv in mitzvahs until you become a gadol. So this gemara, yeah, it's the makar, the ramah and shem and gimel. It's fast, but it's ain't a yoyim or elod because it seems to be inconsistent with what we know. Zokra mei simcha davar nifla. You ready? He says like this. He says that Chasam Soifer in Shuvas Chasam Soifer here there is Simon Shin Yud Zayin. He brings a kasha that a chacham echad asked him. Now this chacham echad that asked this kasha to Chasam Soifer was Rabbi Yehuda Asad. And Rabbi Yehuda Asad asked him the following question. He asked that the Rambam says that a benoyach cotton that does an aver is potter. He's potter. Ordinarily, a benoyach that's over the shevet mitzvahs b'nei noyach is chayiv misa as harason zuhi misason. But a benoyach cotton that doesn't have aver is going to be potter. He's not going to be punished. So Rabbi Yudas had asked that the rush in a tshuva says that the whole idea of cotton and gadol, meaning when a boy turns thirteen he becomes chayiv mitzvahs. When a girl, girl turns twelve she becomes chayiv a mitzvahs. It's halacha l'moishemisina. It's from the Shiurim that were never Allah Moshim Sinai, then Yud Gimel the Mitzvah. Says Kashi is that the Ramam says in Hilchis Malachim that all the Halachis Moshim Sinai apply only to Yisrael and they don't apply to Ben Noach. So if that's the case, he says, I don't understand how the Ramam could say that a Kotam Ben Noach, that's over the Shevet Mitzvah Ben Noach, is going to be Potter. Why is it going to be Potter? Katnus and Gadlus is Allah Moshim Sinai. It's from the Shiurim that were never. If that's the case, and the Ramam holds that all the Shiurim, or all the halachos were only said to Yisrael and not to Bnei Noach so what's past the Bnei Noach cotton? So the Teretz has Pashat the Teretz is this that the Rosh said that Yud Gimel Mitzvah is from the Shirim that were never Allah Halamayish Misinai all the Rosh meant to say was is that the Shir Yud Gimel is Allah Halamayish Misinai why isn't it that when the boy is 12 and 353 and a half days then he's considered a cotton but the minute he becomes uh, the sun sets now all of a sudden he becomes a gadol that shear is Allah oh, but the fact that there's a musig of cotton and gadlos that's true for a benoyach also what he says you mean to tell me that a, a benoyach that's yotzah and doesn't have air he's going to be chay of misa there's no reason he shouldn't have the ptor the side of a cotton being potter is because he's not a bardas. The terror says it's the sheer you'd gimel. That's something you're not going to have. But Al Kaponim says the Chassam Soifer Avadit is going to be cottonous and godless when it comes to Benoich. It's just not your gimel. Now, if it's not your gimel, what is it? Zok the Chassam Soifer. What it is? It's telling the child. This child's going to have an exam that's going to be done, and we're going to determine: Are you bar mitzvah? You're not bar mitzvah. Shah might be young. He might be an adult. But the point is, is that depending on the churfe of the child, that's what's going to dictate, that's what's going to determine when this child is going to be a god. Zakr Meir Simcha comes out from this Chassam Soifer, Meir Simcha quotes the Chassam Soifer, that when it comes to Katniss, the godless of the Menoich, it's different than as it relates to a Yisrael. A Yisrael becomes Bar Mitzvah when he's 13. With Pachas full of Yosef. As opposed to a Benoich does not become Bar Mitzvah when he's 13. Depends. It's totally really in when he is 
at a point where he has the cognitive capacity to be responsible for what it is he's doing. It could be when he's younger, it could be when he's older. But it certainly could be when he's younger. Right, Chazal already talked about Ketanim that were younger, Tzroar V'zorkoi, Egois V'noitloi. That Ben Noyach, that's a Tzroar V'zorkoi, Egois V'noitloi? Could be he's already Chayv and Mitzvah Smidei Raisa. I want to say a chiddush. I want to say that even though a Yisra doesn't become bar mitzvah until he turns thirteen, because it's halacha l'moish misinai ben yud gimel mitzvahs. That's only been a gay of the mitzvahs that are only Yisraelim to get mitzvahs. Abavas is negayah the sheva mitzvahs bnei noyach. Being that a ben noyach himself could be chayiv in those mitzvahs before he turns thirteen, a Yisra that's already a bardas is going to be like gara, and he'll also be chayiv in those sheva mitzvahs bnei noyach even before he becomes bar mitzvah. Since the Gemara in Sanhedrin on Hamid Beis is talking about what? A cotton that was born a behemoth. Bias behemoth is one of the seven mitzvahs. And being that it's one of the seven mitzvahs, that's something that even a ben noyach is chayven. If that's something that even as a ben noyach is chayven, it could be that a Yisrael that's nine years old would already be a bar hochi, a bar chiyuv on this halacha. Why is it? Because like God of him a ben noyach, a ben noyach that's nine. If he's a tzor of his darker egos if he's already on that level, cognitively, where he understands what he's doing, he's not going to be responsible for his actions. So the Yisrael should be like God of him the ben noyach. Throughout Shas, a cotton that does an Avera before he's 13, it's not a Maisa Avera. But this is not the whole Shas. We're talking about Sheva Mitzvah's Bnei Noyach. And being that we're talking about Sheva Mitzvah's Bnei Noyach, over there it's going to be different. In other words, our Sameach is saying a Chiddush Atzo. And that is that although a person does not become Bar Mitzvah, you're not Chayva Mitzvah's Bnei Rais until you turn 13, any cotton that's already at the point where he understands what's flying is going to be responsible. For the Sheva Mitzvahs Bnei Noach Midday Raisa, and that's the Loshon Agamara in Sanhedrin on Hey on the days Kinnan the Mezeru Takol and Namiyeka for Rachmanu who the Chassid of the Torah Rachmanus that even though really you should be treated like a Ben Noach and maybe you should be punished, you're not going to be punished. But says Rami Simcha, this Gemara is talking exclusively about the type of Avera that was being discussed in that sugya, and that is Sheva Mitzvahs Bnei Noach. But Al Koponim, this or Sameach has a Tanu de Mesayel, the Chida, the Mechaschenach. They're all saying the same vart. And that is that you have a Yisrael and was somehow donning the Tzad Ben Noyach that you have in every single Yisrael. The Mechazchinach and the Chidah said it with regards to Rabbi Yehuda who holds Sumas Patim and Amitzvah even from Mitzvah Loisase. But Legorim Ben Noyach is going to be Chayv in the Shev and Mitzvah Ben Noyach even though he's not a Ben Noyach. But Legorim Ben Noyach and he's going to be Chayv in the Shev and Mitzvah Ben Noyach. Darsameach is saying it regarding every single Yisrael Katan who's not 13 yet, but he's on the level where he chaps the Indian, he's going to be chayef midday raisa in the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noach. Second Maramalka. That is, Toysvis, throughout Shas, Chagigadav Beis, Bava Basra Yud Gimel, Gitin Memalef, discusses whether an Evet Kanani is chayef in the Mitzvah Puruvu or is not chayef in the Mitzvah of Puruvu. Does Evet Kanani have the Mitzvah Puruvu or does he not have the mitzvah puravu? Where does Taisus talk about it? The sugi of Chatsi Yevet Chatsi Ben Chayrin, Kaifinus Rabbi, we force him to give a get shikhrin. That sugi of Taisus has this shmuz. Whether an Evet Kanani is Chayvim Puravu or an Evet Kanani is not Chayvim Puravu. Freight the Shagasarye, in Turei Evan Chagigud Afbeis Amadeis. It's a plea to me. How could Taisus have it said that an Evet Kanani should be Chayvim Puravu? Lachayra, how do we know that an Evet Kanani is Chayvim Mitzvah? It says law by the Evet Kanani. It says law by an Isha. And anything an Isha is chayven, an Evet Kanani is chayven. An Isha is potter from Puruvu. 
So if Anish is potter from Puruvu, how could it never Kanani be high from Puruvu? Meaning, the Chiyuv mitzvahs of an Evet Kanani is from Anisha. So if the Chiyuv mitzvahs is from Anisha, die love him and I didn't. We ask him If Anisha is potter from Puruvu, then by definition, an Evet Kanani also has to be Puruvu. Says the Shagasar here. What are you going to tell me? Zil basar taima. Why is it that an Isha is potter from Puruvu? Because it says, Puruvu umilu asaretz vikivshu, conquer the land. Women are not darkon lichbosh, and as a result, they're potter. As opposed to an Eved who's darkon lichbosh, he would maybe be chayef. But the problem is, at the end of the day, my whole makar for any chayef mitzvahs that an Eved Knani has is from an Isha. And a vifel isha's potter, I don't know how you can be mechayev and have it kanan. He says, the emphasis is, I think this shayla is telling a chakira. A chakira how you do it. And that is, so an evet kanani is chayev in any mitzvah, that an isha's chayev in. So if an isha's chayev, the evet kanani is chayev. If an isha's potter, the evet kanani is going to be potter. Said the shagasari, yesh lachker, what would have been had we not had the gzeir shava of lola isha? Would an Evet Kanani have been Chayev in all mitzvahs? Or would an Evet Kanani have been Chayev in no mitzvahs? Meaning, La La Me'isha is a pointer, or La La Me'isha is a Mechayev? Evet Kanani is Yisrael. He's just not a full-fledged Yisrael. Okay, so this Evet Kanani, without the La La, without the Giloi, would you say, I don't know, he's a Yid, a Yid is Chayev in all mitzvahs. Kamash Malon La La Me'isha, it's pointer, and it says, no, you're not going to be Chayev in all mitzvahs. Or, Says the Shagasai, maybe Fakert, being that he's not a full fledged Yisrael, Mechatesi should be chayv in anything. Kamashmul on Lola Meisha to tell me that Al Kaponim, you're going to be chayv in any mitzvah that Anisha is chayv in. Says the Shagasai, this cash is enough Gemino. Meaning, if without Lola Meisha, you would assume that an Evid Kanani is chayv in all mitzvahs, Lola says that you're going to be potter from everything that Anisha is potter. So then you can argue that as it relates to Puruvu, being that Pe'etzim, you should be chayv. And the only reason Anisha is potter is because in Dark and Lichvash, so maybe the Evid Kanani was Dark and Lichvash, is going to be chayv. But if without Lola Meisha, the Evid Kanani would be potter from everything, so then my whole Siba Sam Chayv is Lola Meisha. And at the end of the day, Anisha is potter. So if Anisha is potter, how could the Evid Kanani be chayv? So Dr. Shagasari, the Chayv, my cash is festering. It's totally in this Chakira. This Chakira you do is really not a Chakira. It's posher to me like one side. It's posher to me that La La is not a pointer. La La is a Mechai. You know why I know that? Because where does it say La La in the Torah? So the first law is easy. Because of law. Anyone ever learned getting that base? He's familiar with that word law. That's where it says law by an Isha. Where does it say law by an Evet Kanani? It says Oichu Fasha Law. In the parasha of Shifcha Harufa, it says, I don't understand. It says law by a Shifcha Harufa. What's a Shifcha Harufa? So we're not going there right now. That's a faplonta de sugya. Machloik is Rabbi Yekiva and Rabbi Yishmael. The two options are either she's a Shifcha Knanis or she's a Chetzia Shifcha of a Chetzia Basreya. But Hatzada Shava Shabahen is she's a Shifcha. So if that's the case, says the Shagasariah, how did Chazal know from Lola Meisha that an Evet? The male, the Zohar, is Chayv and Mitzvah like Anisha. It says law by Anisha. It says it by a Shifcha. So maybe it's only the Shifcha that has the Mitzvah like Anisha. How do you know not the Zohar? And it makes sense that the Nekeva should have the Mitzvah of the Nekeva. Mecha tasted a Zohar. So Zohar Shagasari, that if you're going to tell me that law is a point, that's a good kasha. Because Mecha tasted law law was stayed by Shifcha, can pattern the Eved Zohar. But if law law is a Mechayev, 
That means without law, law, I would think you're potter from everything. So you're right, you're saying good. I only see the mechayif of lola mi'isha by a shivcha, but I can't be marba more than that, because ta'ya lova me'na dinli is kenodon. So zok there, from the fact that an evet zokha is only chayiv and mitzvahs, like an isha lola from the shivcha charufa, that's a riot to one side of this chakira, that's a riot that lola's a mechayif. If lola's a mechayif, fake the shagazaya, hodger kushu vuduchte, so what's going on over here? So how could Toysus have a tzad? Throughout Shas, Toysus has this suffix. Whether or not every kenani is chayiv and puravu, the whole sibas a mechayif of mitzvahs for Nebuchadnezzar Knani is Lola Meisha. So the whole Siba is Lola Meisha and each is part from Puravu. So how can you be Mechaev and Nebuchadnezzar Knani on something that an Isha is going to be part of? This is his bomb kasha. Says the Shagasaya, Teretz Noira. You know what he says? I want to say a Chiddush Gotel. A Ben Noyach. Is he Chaev in Puravu? Or is he not Chaev in Puravu? He's not. It's really a Chiddush because who did Hashem say Puravu to? Told it to other Marishan? Then he told it to Noyach, right? Mechaira. No, it wasn't a Ben Nayach, but I think he was a Bechal Masayimana. He was Nayach himself. So how can you tell me that a Ben Nayach is potter from Puruvu? It has no Avana. So it's the Gemara's Kasha, Sanhedrin Nuntes. And the Gemara says, because there's a rule, that any mitzvah that was said Kaidama and Torah, the Loi Nishnis Besinai, and it was not repeated afterwards, Counterintuitively, the Yisrael Nemra, the Loi right? It's a little backwards. But this is the way it works. So, any mitzvah that was said to B'nai Naich, but it wasn't Nishnis, so we say that this mitzvah belongs to the Yid and it doesn't belong to the B'nai Naich. That says, a B'nai Naich before Matan Torah, of course, were Chayyim from Puruvu. A B'nach Matan Torah, they lost the mitzvah Puruvu. Interesting. So, they had Puruvu, B'naisif to the Sheva mitzvahs, but after Matan Torah, they lost it. The Yisrael Nemra, the Loi What happened? How does that mechanically work? So the Shagasaya brings, it's really based on Rashi and the Sugi and Sanhedrin Dachmantes, that what happened when Hashem gave the Torah to the Yidin, the Yidin accepted the Torah and the Umas refused it. When they refused it, they lost some of their Kedusha. And as a result, they only had Kedushas Ben Noach, which is a very interesting term. It almost sounds like an oxymoron. But they had Kedushas Ben Noach with regards to the Sheva Mitzvah Ben Noach, but not with regards to the Mitzvah Puravu. Does he's koyde matan Torah the bnei noach had more kedusha than they have lachem matan Torah? So koyde matan Torah the bnei noach had kedusha as it relates to the mitzvah puravu, but they lost it after the Torah was given. Says the Shagasarye, I don't believe that an evet knani is less kedush after matan Torah than a bnei noach was koyde matan Torah. Benoyach Kaidama and Torah had Kedusha to be Chayiv in Sheva Mitzvahs. What happened? He lost it with Matan Torah. And therefore, every single Benoyach, Abiyaz Goyal Tzedek, unless he's Megayer, is going to be Potter from the Mitzvah Puravu. Because Sefeltim the Kedusha, Klapi the Mitzvah Puravu. But the Evet Knani, although he's a Benoyach, he's a unique type of Benoyach. Because this Ben Noyach has Kedusha's Yisrael. So if that's the case, says the Shagasari to me, it's poshit, he's like Gara from the Ben Noyach who had Kedusha Kaidama and Torah. And if that's the case, Zokta Shagasarye, a Ben Noyach, 
Evet Knani is going to be Chayev and Pru not because of Lola Meisha. Alstedid Ben Noyach Shabbat. You're going to tell me what a Ben Noyach is Potter from Pru How is that possible? But a Ben Noyach was once Chayev and Pru What changed? The Kedusha changed. That change in Kedusha never impacted the Ben the Evet Knani. And the Rabbin, the Toysafloy Kedusha. And because he now today has more Kedusha, so therefore what's going to happen is, so what's going to happen is, he's actually going to be Chayev. But Al Kaponim is not the Shagasai. You want to know what Tosfos sat throughout Shas is that a Benoyach or that a Nevet Knani should be Chayev and Puruvu? How could it be Chayev and Puruvu if the whole Mechayev of Mitzvahs for Benoyach for Evet Knani is from Isha and Isha's potter from Puruvu? So how is it possible that a Nevet Knani should be Chayev and Puruvu? The Torah says he's Chayev not because of the fact that he's a Yisrael. He's Chayev as Benoyach. He's Chayev as Benoyach. Bnei Noyach koydem and Torah Chayev and Puruvu. Uh, Evet Knani is going to have that Ben Noyach That's a tremendous Chiddush. The Emma says, the Chsam Soifer, in getting that Memalaf Amaral, says this Chiddush, and then he writes afterwards that he found this Chiddush in the Shagas Aryeh, Uposhit, he says. So not only did the Chsam Soifer say what the Shagas said, but he added a word which I think is a Chiddush, and that is Uposhit. That is Poshit. But the bottom line is, you see this Indian again. And that is that even though we're dining a Yisrael right now, you're dining someone that's a Yisrael. He's not a Ben Noyach, he's a Yisrael. But Afal Piken, he's still going to be Meshach Shaychi, the Mitzvah's Ben Noyach. Now, the Evet Kanani is a little bit different because the Evet Kanani is a Shtikol uh, Ben Noyach, right? He's not 100% Yisrael. But Mitzah Cheney, you see even a, a bigger Chiddush that'll be Chayiv and Puruvu, even though Bnei Noyach really should not be Chayiv and Puruvu. But again, what's the Yisoy that we're saying? The Yisoy that we're saying is that normal you think of Bnei Noyach and you think of Yisrael. So Bnei Noyach is Chayiv and what a Bnei Noyach is Chayiv and Yisrael is Chayiv and what a Yisrael is Chayiv and. Yisrael has a Bechlau Messiah in Mon of Bnei Noyach. It's a whole different Indian. Right? It's not the same thing. It's the same Avdallah as Ben It's Mamish, not the same thing. But the emphasis in the world of Lambdas is not like that. And you see it from the Chidon that said that even according to Rabbi Huda, that whole Sumas Patim and Mitzvahs, even from Mitzvahs Loisa, say, Rabbi Yeshaya, Sefer Machriya, but seven Mitzvahs Neinach, he's going to be Chayavim. And we see it in the Arsameach that says that it could be a cotton Yisrael that's a gil, chlal, cognitive understanding. It could be that cotton will be chayv and shevim mitzvah. But they write that's pshat in the Gemara Sanhedrin nun heim adays. And you see it in the Shagasari that he was mitzadik. That's the pshat in Toisus Rav Jas that thinks that maybe an Eved Kanan, even though really is a Yisrael, should be chayv and puravu. It's alts not din Yisrael or puravu, but it be chayv alts ben noyachu puravu. Just to end with one kasha. This is. Pilpul ben benoishal pilpul, but pashit I did the chavivili. Just I'll just mention one arif, and that is that you know it's you do what the briskerov said in sefer and parshus Daldos, Rivka has this very difficult pregnancy, and she goes running to Shane forever, and she tells Shane im kain lomazer noichi. Why me? So the Briskarov said that what did she mean when she said Lomazan Noichi? He says, because we know the Gemara says in Brachastaf Yudamad Aleph that Chizkiyah Melech was very sick and Yeshaya Novi came to him and to tell him that unfortunately this is not going to end well. He said, why? What did I do to deserve this? So Yeshaya Novi said, He says, You want to know why it wasn't Isaac Because I saw Beruch HaKodesh that Menashe was going to come for me and I didn't want to bring a Menashe into the world. So Yeshaya Novi said, I hear. But at the same time, Why are you getting involved in the you have to do what you're obligated to do. Let the Ebesh take it. If the Ebesh wants to give you Menashe, he'll give you Menashe. You have a mitzvah, you have to do what you have to do. So said the Biskarab, you see from this Gemara that Be'etzin, Chizkiyah and Melech made a good cheshman. 
that to the extent that he chapped that Menashe was going to come from him, it's better not to have children. But he was wrong because he had a mitzvah's esedei raisa of puravu. So at the end of the day, you have to do what you have to do. Madanifkidasi will take care of whatever he wants to take care of. So said the Briskirov, men are chayiv in puravu. Women are potter from puravu. Chazal say Rivka, whenever she would pass in base of she felt clapping. She understood that she was carrying an Asaf. She was carrying her proverbial menasha. If that's the case, she said, why am I having children? Meaning, it's better not to have children. The cheshben that Chizkiyoah made. Now, Chizkiyoah was wrong. Why? Not the Mifkidus. Because he had a mitzvah he had no choice. Why me? Now, my husband, Yitzchak, okay, and why me? And if I'm Potter, why me? So I just had one hour. Again, this is Mamash al Pilpul. And that is, was it so posh that Yitzchak had a mitzvah approval at that point? I don't feel so posh. You know why? Because the Pasik says, Yitzchak, Yitzchak. Yitzchak was a sagina. Yitzchak was a suma. Now Rashi says, how did he become a suma? So one shot is it came from the Ketoris. Another shot is it happened Bishasta Akeda. Now, Bishasta Akeda, tears fell into his eyes and he became a suma. Now, does that mean he became a suma right then at the time of the Akeda? Pasuk says, Yitzchak. But the way Rashi's learning, it sounds a little bit, what, it created a condition that first materialized later. But Al Kopanim, you could zikr argue in this pilpul that Yitzchak was already a sumah. Coin to Rabbi Yehuda that holds that a sumah is potter in our mitzvahs. So Lechayr was potter from the mitzvah Puravu. So if he's potter from the mitzvah Puravu, so what's going on over here? Wait, Rabbi Yehuda, that a sumah is potter in our mitzvahs. So if a sumah is potter in our mitzvahs, then Lechayr, what's going on? Now you'll tell me. Yitzchak was a Yisrael, he was a Benoyach. So if he's a Benoyach, Benoyach sumod, mechaschenuch saravadus, chayiv emitzvah. So if that's the case, he's really going to be chayiv. But it's not so posh, because that's the Mishnah Malach's Chakiri, and Prashish Drachim, Drushalach, the Ovisak Doshin that kept the mitzvahs. Did they have a din of a Yisrael, or did they have a din of a Benoyach? And the, the Mishnah Malach says, I bring you a raya, they had a din of a Yisrael, even Lakula. What's the raya? Because the Ovis kept Shabbos. I feel the of Tavshila. Now, if they kept Shabbos, that means they had a din of a Yisrael, Lakula. Because Nochrisha Shabbos has Chai Misa. So if you hold they had a din of a Yisrael, I feel Lakula. So it comes out now, he's a regular Yisrael. He's no Shaykhis to being a Benoyach anymore. If he has no shaykh is to being a benoich anymore. Now he's a suma. A suma is potem in a mitzvah. He's potem. So why is it only lamazel? Anoichi rifka. L'chari Yitzchak's also off the hook. Yitzchak's also going to be potem. It's not the cheshma. Why only anoichi? The terrace is all this rain. The terrace is because although suma is potem in a mitzvah, oh, but the chidah and the mechaschenu said they're going to be chayiv in all the shevim mitzvahs. Bnei Noyach. And a Benoyach then was Chayev, even if he's a Sumo improver. Because Kaida Mantera, Kaida Mantera, Benoyach did have the Mitzvah approval. If that's the case, Itaka had the Mitzvah approval. She didn't have the Mitzvah approval. He had the Mitzvah approval. Me that he had the Mitzvah approval. It's only Vatoymerim Kane, Lomazel Noyachim.